Hi, I'm Phil Barantini, and this is the Going Rogue Club, the podcast that delves into the careers of film and TV's heavy hitters. Each episode, we'll find out about their journeys and the unconventional way they got there. My guest today is an actress who made her debut in the theatre. She went on to become a companion for The Doctor and has also taken to the stage in the West End. We talk about how education encouraged and helped guide her into acting, the stigma of regional accents in the industry, and how role play helped her become more comfortable with being recognised. Please welcome to the Going Role Club, Mandip Gill. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Welcome. How are you doing? Um, really good. Oh, okay, really good was a bit extreme. Oh, oh, go on. No, I'm good. And normally I'm such a person that's like, oh, I'm really good, like yeah. it could be worse. Yeah. But I think this podcast is meeting me at a place where I'm... I'm just a little bit different to what I used to be. Maybe yeah. I just know myself a little bit better without sounding. Don't want to swear, but double. You can swear. You can swear. I just don't. It's so. I swear all day long in real life. Yeah. When it comes to work, I don't think anyone's ever heard me swear. Or really? I don't. I just don't. It just doesn't come out. It's like maybe I guess when you're around kids, it just stops. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, but not yeah. to sound like W A N C K Y. But I just think I know myself a little bit more than I ever did. Yeah. So you're meeting me at a place which is a bit more realistic. Right. I do ha- tend to have um, like quite a positive attitude, yeah. just generally. But yeah. I think before I was just like, oh my God, well, I could be dead, so I'm absolutely like doing yeah. amazing. Now I'm like, no, I'm good, but I also could be better. Yeah. I could it's be good, busier, though. I think that's what I'm, yeah. I think. Well, so, I mean, I want to go way back, like how you sort of um, got into acting. Where, where are you from originally then? Leeds. Leeds. I yeah. love Leeds. I was in Leeds last year. I was doing a show up there for... Yes, I know. Six, seven months. Yes, I know. Oh God. Oh, yes, no. I know. Oh no. <laughs> you can uh, see my eyes. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Know. Oh God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love. We were in uh, Shipley. Yes, that's an. Leeds is such a cool area. Yeah, and actually, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. weren't from there, or not that I'm trying to avoid all my family, but I think if I lived in Leeds, I'd probably have to still live with mum and dad. Yeah. At this big age, so in order to get a bit of freedom, that's why. It's just nice to be away from Leeds. But yeah. I think it's a cool place. Like, I go back often. Yeah. there not that long ago, and the town centre's brilliant. It's yeah, so yeah. multicultural. It's so... Yeah. It's busy. I like things that are busy. I'm not very good with it being quiet. There's some great restaurants there now as well. It's, it is brilliant. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel claustrophobic either. I've got a thing yeah. of feeling stuck in time. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think maybe having lots and lots of years away from it, yeah. I feel like actually... I, I could go back up north at some point for sure. Yeah. So when so when when you were when you were when you were there when you were growing up, um, was anyone in your family sort of in the arts or industry? No. <laughs> so I come from quite like quite a religious background. Right. We um, we were brought up on a council estate in a news agents. There weren't very many Asian people around. Mm. We weren't allowed to play out with people. Really. I'm one of seven, so I didn't really need to play out anywhere else. Yeah. Also, we worked in the shop from very a very young age. Yeah. But um, no, this is so random that I am in this industry. I do try to, over the years, I've tried to think, where did it come from? Mm. But I actually see, I think it might have come from my dad because he did used to encourage us to like sing like Hindi songs and mm. do like little performances. And like he always used to like record us. So we've got loads of footage of us being kids. I think it must have come from, from there. We'll get in the car and if there's music on, it starts humming. So I know, I think it's from there, but I'm not quite sure. We're also not a family that really speaks, so it's not something I could be like, so did you want to do this, Dad? Right. Like, I just about to get a hello. Right, so right, right, right. it is very, very random that I'm doing this. And also I think really random that if you saw how we were brought up and like the council estate that we were brought up on, 
for me to have got to London to be doing this as mm -hmm. a career is is pretty mental yeah. and like none of my siblings do it how did you sort of go you know after you know growing up in, and stuff like that and nobody in the industry how did you sort of go I'm gonna give that a go I kind I of do don't really know at what point I was like I'm gonna do that it almost felt like a given because mm. I was encouraged to like perform growing up like I'm number six in line yeah so we're the little ones and the big ones are at this point 14 so they do my hair and finding it really cute that we're like in these clothes, I'm pretending to be like Scary Spice. Mm. I don't think there was ever a time that went, I'm gonna do this. It almost felt like it was just a given. Mm. I never asked if I could do it. Right. I never, I said that I was gonna do it and I was probably about six when I was like, I'm gonna be on TV. But obviously at that point, we don't really know what that means and we don't, none of us knew how to navigate that. So they sort of like would encourage you at home. Then we, cause we had a news agents, we ordered the stage mag, like, newspaper mm. and then yeah, I was I like yeah. ma'am I'm going to like Sylvia Young at like school in, in summer she's like no you're not no, I was like not. no I'm not I'm actually not even allowed to play out so I'm actually not going there <laughs> uh, so that was that so yeah. but I think it just I, it was actually education that really helped so yeah. when I was at school my sisters at that point were doing their GCSE plays. I had to stand in the shop while they were doing it. I was fuming. Right. I was, they were doing West Side Story. I just could not believe that they got out of the shop to do that. Yeah. I was thinking I could do that. Um, but they didn't carry it on past. Like they were just, that was just nice and fun for them. Mm. And then I went, um, I moved schools. And when I moved schools, it was year nine. So it's kind of a, a weird age to have moved because I was really popular at my first school. Mm. We owned the shop where everyone were going. Everyone was nice to us or my sisters used to fight a lot with people but it kind of ended kind of fast because they needed to come in the shop so it was like yeah. we were really popular it worked out then we moved to a really quiet village and there's very few brown faces and mm. we I'm in year nine so it's like I really thought it was cool until I got there and was like oh my god I'm actually not that cool anymore and I've got no friends I've got no big sisters to stick up for me mm. um and then that's your GCSE age yeah, so yeah, then course, the teacher yeah. sort of really really encouraged it at GC like at year nine she really encouraged it she put me in the plays oh. she was like we'll help you get to um college so school helped me get to college college helped me get to it uh, when I got to college it was between choosing between drama school or university mm. drama schools are obviously hella expensive yeah and also at that point they were saying you know like when you go to drama school they'll bash out your um accent and everyone becomes the same you've got oh. to wear the same clothes yeah. and I regret not doing that, mm. but I was like, oh, I just want to be me. I'm so unique and da, da, da. So I ended up going to a university, but college helped me get to the university. The university degree was, there was lots of practical stuff, but um, the physical bit that I really liked, why I chose Preston University is they had this biomechanics, which was super physical, like a physical theater right. part to it. And it was like, it's all like movement and stuff. <laughs> wow. And I think I, it, at that point, I wanted to go into physical theatre as well. Mm. So chose that university, didn't really look around, didn't really think anything of it, but just thought, this is a great degree, it's acting, it's got this physical part. And college helped me get there. Mm. And then they, naturally, you have a showcase, so they helped me get to an agent. Oh, so wow. all along, I've sort of really not known how to do it, but I've always been guided. Yeah, and it's yeah, worked yeah. out like... I'm, I'm a hard worker anyway, so I think I would have figured it out. Mm. But I, every point had somebody, even from little with my sisters encouraging it. And, you know, we get we got the stage paper. Like, my mum didn't have to order that. Like, she yeah, could just yeah. be like, no, you're not doing that. Yeah. And 
at every point I've been guided. And even to this day, like I have my agents guiding me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've sort of always had this safety blanket. But they've ob they obviously see something in you. I mean, it's not just a fluke. You know what I mean, imagine <clears throat> the, you, the school teachers in year nine would saw something in you were like, let's push. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Which is amazing. If we're being honest, they're, they're not just going to push. Well, no, college no. did go. There's a very few people. There's very few people in this class that we would help and encourage. Yeah. I think there was two of us. Mm. It was like we really we would encourage you to go to drama school or at least carry this on. Yeah. But my only regret, I think, if on reflection, oh, what I would change if I, if I could, and I suppose I could still do it, would be that I would actually go to drama school or at least come into London for mm. education. I yeah. think just to help change my accent. Really? Yeah, because it is becoming, I think, it is becoming problematic. Is that you saying that, though? Is that other people saying that to you? It started off with other people, and then I was like, ignored them because I was working. Don't, and then as don't. you stop working, you go, no. oh, so why am I brief saying neutral and RP? No, honestly, don't. I, 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 had, I did some workshops at the weekend um, with some actors, and one of the things that they were like, that when I was you know, growing up as an actor, I, I started when I was 15, and it was exactly the same is that you need to change your accent because you're not going to get cast as a scouser. Just, mm. You're just not. So I you know, was trying to change the accent. And what it did was it just really hindered me in terms of like the performance and stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> and now I just, see, I just think um, there's a lot of work out there for, for regional accents. And also, but, but, but I, think, I think it is good to, 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 to be able to do other accents. Of course it is. But don't change who you are. Honestly, mm. just don't do not do that. Like, that's that's not... I mean, I've tried so many times to get rid of it and I can't. Well, just don't then, because <laughs> it's great. It's you, do you know what I mean? It's you, don't... don't. It's, it's a, it's a love-hate um, relationship because it does... I do lots of voiceover work, so it's super yeah. handy like that. Like, it's a conversation all the time, especially when you're in London, of people going, oh, my God, you're not from here. Mm. There's certain, like, briefs that I'm just like, this is amazing it's set up north it's perfect like i really relate to it yeah but then like you say you do i see something that's happy or neutral and and it does hinder you to a degree i'm like if i if only i could do it if only it was like a skill that i had that was i could just turn it on and off and mm. perhaps maybe that's where i work at being a skill that I can turn it on and off but yeah. you're right it does hinder my performance i look back and I go god i'm such a stiff in that day well the thing that like we we had a um in the short the boiling points i just did um, one of the actors that we got in is a scouser and he is a thick scouse. Like it's, you know, it's, yeah, proper. Um, and, the, and, and the, the, exec, the, the BBC wanted him to, to be London. And I was like, why? It's not like we've written the scripts. It's not, I don't care where people are from. London is a melting pot anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so it was like, I want him to, I asked him to do the tape in scouse and in is London. And his London was good. It was good. It was a good accent, but there was something just he was holding back, right? And when he did his scouse thing, it was like it, the whole character came alive. Yeah. So I just I think I was like, just don't don't unless it's like, you know, you can you can push back on it unless it's someone that you're playing somebody real or, yeah, you know, it's like it's absolutely integral to the story or whatever that you're from there or whatever. But like honestly, just don't don't change. It's, it is the honestly. thing that I go I like every day. I'm like. I've got to work on that and I'm like doing it and then going it just it I couldn't do it if we need to do it but yeah. I'm also a bit similar what you're saying like people can be from anywhere just yeah. because like you play you're part of a police force in London don't mean that you have to be from London absolutely not like no. we talk about all the time like 
shows being reflective of society and people yeah. needing to see themselves. And it's like, well, if you keep changing people's accents yeah. and this is supposed to be a British programme on a British television channel, like, mm. then they're not seeing themselves. They're seeing people from London. Exactly. And there's exactly. very few people who are from London that live in London. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The, 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 like, the same with the other way around as well. Them putting on, I don't know, Scouse accent or Leeds accent or whatever. Get people from Leeds. Yeah. Get people from Liverpool to do. Yeah. You know, I know it's not always the the case because of the you know statuses and all that and names yeah, and yeah. stuff. But sometimes some people can do a really good Northern accent. I know. Yeah. Because there's also a, a version of a Northern accent that is really over the top. And I'm like, I'm from Leeds, and people do talk like that. So when people put yeah. it on, you know, other people could be like, oh, but it's like a stereotype. I'm like, no, people actually. No, talk it's like real. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real. So yeah, don't change who you are. That's all I would say. Um, and don't and, and don't look don't look in, look to the past. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You, you didn't go to drama school, but you you're doing all right. You're working. You you know what I mean? It's, yeah. wor it's working for you. So just just be you. Is what I would also say. Also, don't have like debt. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not a podcast. This is a therapy session. Before <laughs> I'd let you know. That. <laughs> I do, I've only done very few podcasts, and I swear they turn out to be therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just I just want people to feel relaxed, and you know, just a chat. Really, that's all. Mm. That's all. I'm really, really genuinely interested in. Also, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm, instead of just putting out what's fake and what I think people are, I'm supposed yeah, yeah, to say yeah. and what I'm supposed to come across as, it's like. I'd like to listen to a podcast where someone's going, it is really hard, but I love it anyway, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. is super hard, or this is going on. That's this. I don't really want to know that they're having a nice time. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. Because it's not easy. It's no, no. Life isn't easy, but no, you know, this no. industry is definitely not easy. No. Um, so you start. So you started, you went, you went to, uh, to university, and then when was your first sort of professional job I, I was on stage right was yeah my uh, so you finished uni what like September maybe a few months later I'd done like a, a, I was doing plays for the first two years of coming out yeah at that point like I was auditioning for so many things it was so fun like getting screen tested chemistry reads getting to the last two which was so exciting the first yeah, two yeah. years you come out like yeah. I actually did my first audition for Emmerdale whilst I was still um at university. Really? We had um, we had a lady come in, a casting director, and she was like, they're getting an Asian family in. Emmerdale yeah. would love for you to be seen. But I was so, like, I was so out of my depths at the time. Mm. I'd done all my lines and I went there, but I didn't even drink water and I'd given myself this massive headache. Yeah. And we had to wait around all day because there was about five or six of us being screen tested. So I'd done, the, done my audition, recalled, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Then we're doing chemistry reads on the set of Emmerdale. Right. And it was so... Overwhelming. Yeah, and you're like, what, you're 18, 19. Yeah. I've ne not really worked. I've always been in education and done um, acting. I didn't even drink water. Like, I've got my lines. Everyone else is chatting. I'm like, how are they chatting? And it's like six, seven hours later, the cast of Emmerdale are, like, walking through the front um, of the reception. Yeah. Like, so that's all overwhelming. We go on to set... But also, it just turns out that I was just super too young for the part. Right. Which I think is very helpful at the beginning to know, don't matter what you do. Sometimes yeah, it's just yeah. not going to... You're too old, you're too young, you're too short, you don't look like the rest of them. Somebody yeah. else has got different credits. But for the first two years of my career, I did lots of theatre in Manchester, lots of TIA. Mm. But my feedback was, she's had no TV experience, so... Oh, and, yeah. and they were quite big parts that I were going for. Yeah. I, and weirdly, <clears throat> I understood it. I was like, mm. you don't really know if I'm... A liability, don't even know if I can stand on my mark. Yeah. So I think my, but my first two years of it not being that easy is sort of reflective of my career. Right. I'm kind of glad that it weren't that easy because then when you do have times when it's quiet, 
Yeah. I'm I'm not that overwhelmed. I'm like, yes, I've worked for 12 years since I, the yeah, since I've graduated, I have been working consistently, but it's mm. not been easy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my only version of this industry is it's not easy and I'm all right with that. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes it takes, you know, a certain type of person to become an actor. And I always say that to people, it's like it's not for everyone because yeah. you need to be be able to sort of take rejection on a daily basis. Yeah. I think you anyone I mean? can become an actor. It's it's only to, it takes a certain type of person to continue to do yeah. it to do it because like it's, it's constant rejection. Mm. And even if it's not rejection, it's sometimes you're just absolutely not hearing. Yeah. So even if you don't get told, oh, you know, because it's not usually oh we don't really like your tape or you can't act. It's never really no, that. No, it's no. just we went in a different direction. Yeah. Or you know whatever it is, and sometimes mm. like the majority of the time I just don't hear. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, I'm just doing myself tips for I don't know. Are they having a laugh in office. One time yeah, when you yeah. used to put it on Vimeo, there was 112 <laughs> views on a self tip. Really? I was like, I. It's not that I'm good. They're obviously having a fucking giggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. What's this bit? <laughs> Must have been. Oh, God. Did you get the part? No. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so you're doing theatre, and then did you do... So then you went... Did you go and do... Th when was the first time you did theatre in, in London, in the um, West the End? The West End was just last year. Right. Summer oh, was of 2022. It? Yeah. I made my West End debut in a show called 222. Yeah, yeah, which um, is still on, right? Yeah, it's still on, so yeah, it changes. Yeah, yeah. I did it with um, Tom Felton, Sam Swainsbury, and Beatrice, and Amazing. it was... They were such solid actors. It was so good. And before that, I was so petrified of ghosts anyway. Yeah. So speaking to my agent, I was I wanted to see it actually when Lily Allen was on, but it had mm. sold out. And then it came round quite quickly after that. And I was like, no, I'm scared of ghosts. Like, I can't, like, I can't keep talking about them every night and invite them into my life. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm going to remember that many lines. I just about remembered my one or two lines here and there in Dot Two. Yeah. And there was like, it's a long time. It's like four months. But maybe we think you should do it. And I was like, instead of overthinking it, let's go for the audition, let's see how yeah. it goes. It was a chat. And I just, I really, really, really enjoyed the script and I didn't mm. overthink it. I didn't think, would I forget about, like, would I forget the lines and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I also thought the script was so good and there's so much science in it uh, that yeah. I also started to, I was like, I'm not actually that scared of ghosts. Oh, that's good. So now Therapy I Therapy again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't talk about them in my house, just in case right. it opens it up to them in yeah. my house. But out and about in this studio, I'll talk about Yeah, them. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so so, so going back then, you did theatre for a while, and then, and then you did land your first role in TV. Mm -hmm. So obviously you're saying about like, and I, and, I, and I do get it like to a certain degree, but, but at the same time, like for me, I don't, care about what people's have done what people have done in, in the past I, t I try not to look at that really I, I just want to see them yeah acting in front of yeah. me you know what I mean and I think you know and it is changing a little bit but I totally see I, I know what you mean by the it's like, oh, no, and this was 12 credit. years ago as well so yeah. it's not like people were trying to discover new people and then we didn't have all the streaming channels yeah we had yeah, like one yeah, to yeah. five and we're all trying to get on one to five of course, yeah. or America yeah so there was loads of people to choose from yeah yeah, yeah. for such for such few channels yeah and so, so then you, you, you auditioned for Hollyoaks. Yeah. How, how, what was the process for that like? It's quite, um, it's quite a, a lengthy process, to be honest. I think there were six rounds and they were quite spaced out. Yeah. And by the end of it, it was me and two other girls who one of them ended up being in Hollyoaks with me a year later so a really, and lived with me. So it was a really, oh, really good friend. In Liverpool? But in Liverpool, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. we were getting the train back together, right. discussing it and like talking about it. And we were so, all so different. Even yeah. again, that experience was like, we're so 
different, like me, mixed race, black, white, all different color hair, mm. everything. So I feel like, again, it tells you like, it's not always about what you do. It's really not that personal. So like no. the choices are not that personal when it comes to it. Mm. But that was, that was two, maybe two years from me graduating. Um, I'd done lots of theatre. I didn't really get a job outside of theatre because my mum and that were giving me train fares. Right. <laughs> Paying for my train tickets to London <laughs> and that for like two years. Yeah. Um, so as soon as when I got that, it was so exciting. But yeah, yeah. it was a really lengthy process. It was six auditions, but going wow. back and forth. Of, and then chemistry reads with people inside the, mm. already inside the cast and stuff. But that was super, when I got that, it was so, two two years of me, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It was, it flew by, if I think about it now, it flew by. But at the time, it's like, there was also a little moment before then when I, I thought, should I actually stop? And my agent at the time went, I think you should just go on holiday. Really? It's like, Right, I'll just go on holiday then. Yeah. Being so extreme. So what, I went after, on holiday. After the, you'd after finished the, on the... Not after all the plays and stuff, I did start to think yeah. it's just not sticking because I auditioned mm. for so many things. I used to actually mm. have a book of and write all my auditions down and people I've met. Right. I probably 100% still got the books. I only stopped it a few years That's ago. That's cool, yeah. Because I wanted to always know who I'd met, but it meant that I could see all these auditions that I weren't getting, all these recalls. Yeah. My recall rate was so good back in the day. Yeah. But just weren't landing the jobs. And then when this came, it was two years of that. But yeah, she did say, I was like, do you know what? I think maybe it's not working out. And actually, I never really thought that up until that point because it mm. it's always worked out. I've been saying I'm going to do this since about seven. Mm. At this point, I'm like 22, 23. Mm. And she was like, I think you should just take a holiday. Who, who said that? My old, uh, my first agent, agent in Manchester. What do you mean you should take a holiday from... Just have a break. Just have a holiday. Don't it be so extreme. Don't quit right. the industry. Yeah. Just... Just as, before Hollyoaks? Just before, just before right, I got the auditions. Right, because right, right, do you know right, what, as well? Know. I never really went away. My whole, like, thing is work. Yeah, yeah. Don't go on holiday in case you get an audition, because yeah. then it weren't self-tips. Of course, It yeah, was yeah. like, you don't, you don't deserve a holiday because you've not worked. You've got, you've got no savings, so you can't... Well, it could go on holiday if my mum and that were paying for it. Yeah. It was always that. So yeah. she was like, just chill out, go take a holiday, and then we'll see what happens. And when I came back, then my auditions for Hollyoaks started. yeah. Um, so yeah. just timing were just beautiful and mm. yeah, I got that job and I stayed there. I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do six months. I'm going to get the thing that everyone's saying is I don't have television experience. I'm going to go get all of that television yeah. experience in there. And it was so fun and yeah. easy and I, I learned so much and I really enjoy working with people from different age groups Yeah, yeah. and going to work every day. Well, it's not mm. actually work, but you going will, to yeah. go do this fun thing every yeah. day. Um, I ended up staying for three and a half years. Wow. And at the end of that contract, they said, do you want to stay for another two years? And it was then when I was like, okay, do the thing that I was supposed to do when I first started this job, which was be brave and leave mm. for London. Yeah. And end up like saying no to the amazing contract. Yeah. And to Liverpool and all my friends mm. and moving to London. Yeah. It's amazing because like, <clears throat> I think, you know, and, 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 and I did a similar thing. Like I, I did a TV series with, for two years as well, which we did like hundreds of episodes of. Um, and that is, I didn't, tr I didn't train as an actor. And so that was my training. And it sounds like that was, that was obviously your, you know, film and TV training yeah, in terms 100%. of like how, where to hit the mark and, you know, all that kind of stuff. We did um, on my degree. I think it's changed now. Mm. Um, Cause also I, at some point I had an input. Well, at least I, aired my views on the degree and was like, you need more 
training in TV and I'm sure a lot of people want to go into TV and film. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of, it's all good and well writing and writing reviews for shows. That's brilliant. But mm. really, it's, it, acting is very practical as well. Yeah. So yeah. you sort of need to adjust your degree. I was the dean for a second, but I think I didn't do anything. And I was like, she needs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> she said, there's no input whatsoever from this woman. Um, but we didn't have any tea. We had like two weeks, I think it was, right, right at the end of a three-year course of TV mm. and film training. And um, I met this great director, Philip Wood, mm. who's actually no longer with us. Yes. I know Philip Wood. He's from Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. He's no longer with us. Well, I hope I haven't. No, I, well, I mean, I, 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 I don't that's know. A, that's don't what know. I'm going off from social media. Yeah, I, I, I work, I think I worked with him on something years ago. Yeah, like. It would absolutely, he taught me so much wow. in, in such a short space of time. He yeah. was really, really like really pushed everyone else yeah. to, like it helped he helped me get um an agent that it was the reason i probably got the emmerdale audition so early mm -hmm. on he in, introduced me to a book called um the secrets of screen acting right and so loads of in that two weeks i, I was i was taught so much that's how actually what i use for my audition processes right. everything he taught me in those two weeks so by the time you get on um get a job mm. I still didn't really know that much because yeah. I was just about getting through my auditions with the two weeks that he'd taught like the stuff he'd taught me mm. so then you do you learn it there yeah, people yeah, are telling yeah, me how yeah, to yeah. like hit my mark without looking down um people t t teaching me about like tax and stuff like that yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm watching people who've been doing it for 20 odd years yeah um how quickly they're learning lines what they're doing you know my roommate at the time he had these folders with all these stickers on mm -hmm. I love stationery anyway so yeah. it's like he's doing it he's fantastic so then I used to go to the station cupboard all the time I was like I need these stickers I need these <laughs> everything he's got like um so I basically were just copying loads of people but it is genuinely where I learned yeah to like the skill, the basic skills that I needed. Yeah, and it's it, that's invaluable. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you're doing it, you're working. Exactly. But I own it also as well. When are you really going to practice hitting your mark at home? Well, it's not yeah, things no, that you yeah. don't. No. You really practice, is it? And like, no. I they were so helpful there. Like I'd used to ask them what like shot size it was, but I'd also read it in the book. Right. So I knew the stuff to sort of ask and what I was mm. supposed to be looking for. But when I got there, I was like. Like, and yeah, yeah, to ask yeah, him yeah. where I should hold with my cup of tea and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because there's like lots of young people on that show that perhaps have not had training, mm. like, I, I guess they're open to it. And yeah. there's, there's space and there's time for that. And you're there for such a long time. Yeah. You do really create such, like a, a relationship with people in order for me to go. Mm. Like after they'd be like, oh, you overstepped your mark a little bit. Or can you do that? You know, just whisper it and you don't get offended. Yeah, yeah. And it's also not, <clears throat> it's not a bad thing to ask as well. You know what I mean? It's not, you don't have to know everything. Yeah. I always say that to actors, like, just don't, you don't, don't be, don't be afraid to approach the director and say, I'm not, I don't quite understand what this means or, yeah. you know what I mean? Or somebody approach somebody and, and just say, look, I know you want me to look over that side, but why, why? Because I'm not really feeling it or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, I, I don't yeah. get like, well, I do now like, like, like the whole eyeline and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I do have to go. Am I really looking right over there? Yeah. And like, yeah. I, I do have to get them to explain it to me. And when we were doing Doctor Who, Brad used to talk to the camera people all day long. He wanted to know shot sizes, lens sizes. Mm. He'd be sat there like writing sketches and stuff. But it's because it interests yeah. him. But mm. then I'd be like, so what did he just tell you? Instead of me going <laughs> over, I'm like, so why are you drawing that then? So what did You're he say about his that? Own like, work. <laughs> again, again, like I did in all the hooks, just yeah, copied yeah. the person. Yeah. But um, I, these, I, like you can't know everything, but no, also no, I genuinely no. don't know a lot of stuff. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. No, I always go, I'm so sorry, I'm just so nosy, but like, yeah. why are you doing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's good, it's good, it's good because you've got a genuine interest for it, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so, so after Hollyoaks, you did, you did what, three and a half years, did you say? Yeah. Amazing. Um, what was the, once you stepped in, out, you know, you've been in this world for three and a half years, you now moved to London, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. What was that like then? You're like, you couldn't, currently you're not working, it's like... Well, oh I went God. to go live with a sister, so in mm. that sense, I didn't have to pay rent, so there's no pressure. Brilliant. I've I've been very fortunate, like, every stage there's been no pressure to pay rent. Yeah. I've lived with my parents, I moved to live with my sister, like, so I've never mm. had to go, right, I have to get a job. But actually, what I did do when I got to London was, we used to get recognised a lot for Hollyoaks. Of course, yeah. And it's, it's fine, but when I was by myself, I found that I was, like, then putting in my earplugs and looking down or mm. going... I was mid-conversation and I'd see somebody who'd recognise me and then I couldn't finish the conversation off and it'd make me a little bit like... And I'm so good with people. We were brought up in news agents. So even mm. through Hollyoaks, I was working in my dad's shop when I needed to. Yeah, yeah. Like, people were talking to me about Hollyoaks. I still did it through Dot2 when I needed to, packing Amazing. people's bags. Love so that. I'm really good with people. It's not that. Mm. It's just that I didn't really know how to... It's just me and all my family and my like. Oh, I was would be with like sisters and they didn't. They're not in this world, so they don't really know how to navigate. And it's like, why she stopped speaking? I'm like, oh, I'm just like just smiling at someone or start speaking to someone. Yeah. So we were getting recognised, and sp- especially in like up north for yeah. Hollyoaks, like Liverpool, Manchester, Leeds, you do yeah. get recognised loads. And so when I got to London, I was like, I get recognised a lot, but it's making me a little bit panicky. Mm. Um. So do you know and. I don't really want to stay at home doing nothing. So I'm still doing my auditions and they were so thick and fast back in the day. Yeah. But I sort of want to go get another job. So I ended up working in a role play, like this massive role play world in Westfield shopping centre. Oh but God. it would just, I had, there was no reason for me to do it. Yeah. Other than I just wanted to be okay with people recognising me, but it was kids. So I thought, we'll start somewhere. Kids are not going to watch this show. Yeah. It turns out I get there and this lady's like, I've called my daughter Phoebe after you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, it was, I was like, it's, it's nice. It's yeah, nice yeah. To, for people to watch your work. What's the point of me doing it if no one's watching it? Of course. But also yeah. I was around little people doing role plays. So like, mm. one, it's such, if you've if you got I kids, need to know, it's amazing. I have, yeah. I need, I need to know more about this. Um, I took it way too seriously. Yeah. I was like, if no one, if everyone's not taking it as seriously as I am and not learning the scripts, then we need to get new people in. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know why I took, I did six weekends before I ended up getting a job in Sri Lanka. But I was oh like, God. scripts need adjust- adjusting. People need to take it more seriously. And we need to rotate people because they're getting bored every two hours in their role play centre. Oh, my God. What was I, what was like, I doing? Who's, who's, this, who's she coming? Oh, it's amazing. Like, for two hours, I was worked for British Airways. Wow. Fully have to put your hair up, have to have the whole, like, kit on. You've got to teach kids how to... In Westfield Shopping Centre? In top, at top of West, Westfield Shopping Centre. They're all around the world now called Kidsania. Mm. Right. But it's so good for actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think more course. actors need to get in there in between because yeah. it's so fun. We'd be, I'd work in Cadbury's World. I'd oh work at the God. Hotel Linens. Like, well, what happens is the kids then go to work, so they work for, like, DHL, and they yeah. love it. They're running about this whole shopping centre, ask, knocking on doors, asking for parcels. Their work as firemen. It also just, it's such a brilliant world for kids to go, yeah. oh, I could do this. Look at all these things I could do. We was, wow. There's a recycling centre in there. Yeah. Like, it's amazing for them and it's amazing for me. Yeah. But, so what um, was your role then as a, as a, because as a, if you did with these kids, were you playing the... I was the role play, the person. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, I took amazing. it fat. I actually, it took, it cost me more <laughs> money to get their pack and eat a really expensive lunch yeah. than I was actually earning. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just weekend. I just did weekends. Mm. Um, and it only lasted six weeks because yeah. I 
ended up getting um, Good Karma Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, yeah. And I thought I'd go back, but I didn't really need... Then I was like, oh, this is what I'm in London to do. It's, yeah. It is paying off. I don't, I'd done a job before then. I did cooking when I first got into London. Mm. And at that, this was a time when I used to write things down. You know, when you manifest and write stuff down, I had yeah. this little book. And I was like, I need to get a job in, like, X amount of time after leaving Hollyoaks. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And, it, and it, I did. I did get an episode yeah. quite early on. Then there were so many amazing auditions, so many like, like, you know, it's between you and somebody else. Yeah. I did the role playing for a little bit, but then then ended up going to do Good Cam Hospital and never went back. I also didn't go back because people weren't taking it as serious as me. Yeah, exactly. They're just, they're, they're not, they're just, they're making up lines and there's a script here that one must follow. Yeah. Because your lines are not as good as the script. I think you should set your own up. My own little world. Your own, um, it, your own role play thing. It's, it's write the script. You have to go. It's so good. It's so good. I'm gonna do it. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you're ever out of work, you might need to work there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what? How long were you on the Good Karma Hospital then? I did for? end up doing. Oh God, I don't really know. Two or three episodes, but it's yeah. spaced out because it was so far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They took me there. And then, I can't remember, but I don't know if I came back and they took me back out again and was like, is it all right if we just keep you here just while we finish the episodes? Like, um, exactly, yeah. like insane. <laughs> but so a lot of my jobs have felt bigger than they are mm. because they so, they've been far away filming Yeah. that people have just kept me there. Yeah. So I proper like exaggerate how long my job is to everyone. Yeah. I'm like, car, car, I'm in America for four weeks. <laughs> I'm literally probably like filming for a, a day or day. two either either side. Yeah. <laughs> I did a, a commercial years ago on a, on a cruise. And I only filmed one day, but I was on the cruise for 10 days. <laughs> just chilling on the cruise, <laughs> thinking I was, you know, was, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll absolutely love it, yeah. yeah. Amazing. So you did so you did that. And then and then what, what, what came next after that? Then you, did you do some other um, bits and bobs? Or? Yeah, I did some bits and bobs, actually. I haven't... Do you know what? If you look at my CV, I haven't actually worked that much. Yeah. What it is, uh, the two big jobs that I've done, I've been doing them for years for so and years. Long. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I did bits and bobs. I did, you know, doctors because I just think we're yeah. all after. I've done the doctors. Yeah. We, We've just, all done yeah. the doctors. Are you really an actor in England if you haven't done no, doctors or no. casualty? Yeah. Or the bill back back then when I was. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. I one of, one of my when I was younger, about nine or ten, I thought I was going to be the first Asian person in the bill. In the bill. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. Like I was like, I, ca I cannot believe that's going to be me. Oh my god. And then there was so many people of colour in the bill yeah. but one of my favourite shows was, was The Bill yeah I did an episode of The Bill I'm so jealous I know I was, and, it, and then it shut down not long after oh did you shut it down I did yeah I did this. I think that's what it was yeah. it's like oh my god <laughs> we just can't doesn't get, get any worse than this <laughs> 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 and so so then so then you know let's talk about Doctor Who mm -hmm. um, what was the process like for that um, it was so as you well know, you get auditions and stuff. But yeah. at that point, it, they didn't tell us what it was. They didn't say it was for Doctor Who and a companion, but mm. I looked at um, Andy Pryor, who yeah. um, casts it, and I thought, hmm, it's got to be something in that world. Right. So I sort of knew how to like pitch the show anyway, but I didn't really know, you know, there could be spin-offs or whatever. Yeah. So we ha I had one audition with him, and it went um, super well. It did, you know, I would do loads of work. When, when I used to go in face-to-face, -face, a lot of my jobs mm. came from face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Because there's lots of peop talented people, so loads of people can act. But I think yeah. a lot of it is me being able to take direction and me changing totally. it and me picking. And you can't totally. do that on a self tape. No. So no. my self tape, like a success rate, is zero. Yeah. Um, because I'm just doing the lines on the paper, and loads of people can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one went really, really well, but we still didn't know what it was for. Mm. And then the 
I had another one. And then there was kind of a big break because they were like, the person that you need to do the chemistry read with is not in the country. Right. Like, who do I need to do the chemistry with? Um, who is this person? Yeah, I yeah, cannot yeah, believe yeah. it's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> So you didn't know it was the doctor no, here at this still, point? No, yeah, 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 yeah. then, then, it, then the agent, <laughs> my agent goes, right, she's in the, you won't know, but Jodie's been announced as the doctor and she's back in the country and you're going to do your, um, you're going to have an audition with her in mm. person. It's all secret. Still don't really know. I know it's for, I don't really know what the part's for still at this time. No so they didn't give you the, 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 the lines of the, no. of the show? It was just... And the show at that point was called Plain Hitters. So oh, yeah, so nice. we didn't have, and then when, then we go in, and Jodie's there. There's loads of people at this point. There's Chris Chibnall, the exec. Mm. There's loads of people from BBC and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So now I know it's Doctor Who because she's going to get announced as the Doctor. But I'm not sure exactly what, how big the part is, how many episodes. But yeah. I also, maybe that helped. Yeah. There's a little bit less pressure because it's like, it might be just one episode or yeah. a couple of scenes with the Doctor. Yeah. And everyone has to audition with the Doctor because it's such a like prolific show. Mm. I don't know. So I just go along with it. But then after then, the weight was so big. Really? But the weight was so big and I'd got so attached to this part, still not knowing if it's an episode or two. Yeah. And it's the only time it's ever happened. But I also had um, another offer on another show, another two offers on two other shows. Wow. Like buses? Yeah. It, well, it's never happened before. Mm. So that time was very busy bus station. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so... They were they were waiting. Obviously, the lot, there's lots of people to audition, lots of people to decide. And then there's these two jobs, and I'm like, do you say at the potential of getting a job, do you say no to these two jobs? And I really had to weigh it up, and it was really back and forth. And my agent at the time was saying to them, listen, she's got other offers. Mm-hmm. Um, but And she's going back to the other two jobs going, please, can you wait? She's got this, like, really big, you know, there's something in the pipeline. And they're like, oh, my God, it's James Bond. <laughs> I thought, I was like... <laughs> Tell him, just carry on, tell him it's James tell Bond. James Everyone Bond, yeah. was all excited, but yeah. it was also like, do you, re- do you really say no to something that might not happen? And the mm. process of Doctor Who auditions were like six, seven, eight weeks. So you're asking people to wait. Yeah. Luckily they did because they probably weren't going into production. Mm. Um, but then I just made a little bit of an executive decision. And how it happened was the executive decision was, I was on the phone to my agent and she was like, the other jobs need to know. We're not really getting a response back from Doctor Who. What do you want to do? And the phone line went off. And I was, I think I was on a train. Mm. And I never phoned my mum. We're just not people who are like, I need my mum. Yeah. We're just not. We don't, we're just not as, there's six girls mm-hmm. and a boy. And she just, we've just grown up with, we don't really need that. Yeah. But for some reason, I felt the urge. Well, I didn't phone her because we don't phone. Yeah. I texted her and was like, my agent needs an answer. And I don't know what to do. And I like, I don't think I should do these other two jobs because. I just want to wait for the other one. And if the other one, da, 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 and I'm doing this thing like I, I never do. And she was like, well, but you, you, it's, it's money. Like you're yeah. going to, you're potentially going to lose money and this job. And as well, like I hadn't worked tons enough mm. to warrant saying no to things. Mm. But then she was like, just say no to them. So then I phoned my agent and was like, we're just going to say no to those two offers on the table. I'm so grateful for them. They're amazing shows. Mm. But something tells me that that's if hopefully that works out. And if it doesn't, this is still the right thing to do. But yeah. I just think if that call hadn't have dropped, you I don't would have know. Doctor Who. Yeah, because it, the process had gone on for so long of yeah. waiting, and there's two other opportunities on the table. And wow. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would have. 
Because you were given that opportunity to just wait a minute and just think. Yeah. And, and, and message your mum. Message me, mum. Why did you she, do that, yeah? She said, I hardly ever message her anyway. Yeah. But she just were like, uh, yeah. And I, and weirdly, just think, oh, if your mum's saying it, it's fine. Loads of things now, I'm like, I'd love to do that, but my mum would be fuming. And I think if she thought that were all right, I'd do that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like yeah, I'm a yeah, grown-ass yeah, yeah. woman, but yeah. if my mum says that's all right, then yeah. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it and, it and there was still a little wait. Yeah. So when I did finally get the call to say it had gone in my favour, I then started crying. Yeah. I'm I'm a crier, but not for news like that. My high my Good happy news. I know, but my happy highs are like there and my like I just stay on this thing that's like mm, when it comes to like <laughs> well, I don't know how to be so over the top and I don't know how to be super, super sad. Yeah. But then I just started crying. I'd already gone for a walk because they were like, right, they're gonna make a decision. I was like, I need to take myself for a walk. So I'd gone for a walk and then started crying. And then I was like, oh, my God, why am I crying? I need to phone back. And I phoned my agent back. I was like, OK, so what's the part for? She was mm. like, what, have they not told you throughout this whole process? I was like, no. She was like, it's for a regular companion. Oh, my God. So then I was put the phone down and started crying even Again. more. Yeah. It's sort of like, I think it was a relief of, of it paying off and paying off because I'd said no yeah. to two other things. And yeah. it's such an iconic show. I'd done of Casualty course. that same year in the same studio. Mm. And we were walking through the corridor and the production runner on Casualty just nicely said, we can't use that door because that's for Doc 2, so we're not allowed in there. And yeah. I just thought, that'll never be me. Really? Like, I just had never seen... My mates had been on Doc 2. Yeah. It felt a little bit elite. It felt very, like, London. Not mm. someone from up north, really, yeah, though. Yeah, Jenna yeah. Coleman was in it. She didn't sound like me. It just... I just remember thinking, that's lovely, that, but it's not for me. I would never enter that door anyway. I just wanted a sandwich this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lo and behold, the same year... And then, like, swatting out of that door. Yeah. It's funny how just things... just on the door and say, yeah. people, don't come Waiting in. for that little girl to say, you can come in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. And so then, so then, what, how long was it after you got the job, you were told you got the job, to then you were, like, you were there? Um, uh, very quickly, like, really? um, by, so we, I think we got it in August, September time, and then by November, we was in Wales. Wow. Filming and the only thing I thought is, oh my god, it's Wales. I've never been. I'm going to need some Doc Martins. Yeah. So I bought myself some Doc Martins because <laughs> I thought there was, I thought there was loads of fields. Yeah. And it was Cardiff. It's Cardiff. Yeah. It's a big city. <laughs> I've obviously not been out a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did you work with Jamie Stone? Yes. Jamie's yeah. a good mate of mine. Yeah, yeah. a lot. He's done yeah, a lot. He's done of, a lot, didn't yes, he? Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. He absolutely knows. Like, he knows the world. Yeah. If you, if. There's a lot of stuff I don't know about the Dot Two world. It's yeah. gone on for so long, I couldn't possibly know it. Mm. You can just go up to Jamie and go, "So, what do I do with this switch? Or why? Why?" And he'll know from years and years ago why it's been said. Wow. What to do with? He, he knows his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it makes it really easy when you go on a show with lots like sci-fi dialogue like that. Yeah, that's moving really fast, and you could absolutely offend someone at any point if yeah. you don't know your stuff. Yeah, um, it makes it so much easier to do. He's done loads of our episodes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I know. He, I remember when he was doing the first one, and he was buzzing about it. And then suddenly, he's, he's done. He does. Loads. Loads, he does loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long were you on that for then? Uh, we did three series, which spanned over uh, four years because of COVID, and you have breaks oh, yeah. in between each series anyway. How long does a series normally take? To, it took to the film? first two took nine months, and then the second right. one took twelve months because of COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a long, it's a long time. Yeah. Um, doing a show, but that's. I'd only ever been doing episodes on other stuff in between, so my only like knowledge of this business was that you do stuff for a long time because Hollyoaks yeah. had been for a long time. Mm. So it was really easy for me to stay. Yeah, yeah, of and course, be doing yeah. 
this same thing for and did years. you just stay there up, up there in, in Cardiff yes, down I, there in Cardiff yeah I stayed there a lot they were like are you going to go home for the weekend I was like whoa my plants are here what do you mean yeah, home yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I've bought I've brought everything with me like yeah. literally everything I ever earned followed me around for years and I'd take it back out every time we'd finish every three months yeah. like you know the three months break yeah Um. so that was home to me but I also loved it I loved the people I loved yeah. the crew we'd go to the gym together yeah Um. Like I just love the world. I love Cardiff. Yeah. That was, I'm. It's like I work for the um, council in Cardiff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doing like a tourist video <laughs> for them. Um, did you know much about Doctor Who before? Because obviously you were saying there before, and, and that obviously I understand why they don't want to give you. You want to say, oh, you're auditioning for Doctor Who because then it makes you nervous. But but on the flip side of that, you can't do any research. Um, no, but the the. Text in it really was quite because um, I'd worked out I'd gone Andy Pryor, mm. he does those kind of shows. Yeah, the dialogue in it is there's some sci fi stuff in there, so I had actually started watching Doctor Who right. and going when I was at the gym and stuff. I had started watching it, and it's not that I hadn't seen it before. My brother in law mm. and his two little uh, twins were had, had seen the show and it was on yeah. a lot when I went there. Right. They'd got t shirts and stuff like that, they're right. really into that world. Yeah. And he'd said, my brother-in-law said, if you get an episode ever of Doctor Who, I have to come and be your bodyguard. Oh. And then when I got like loads of episodes of Doctor Who, he's like, I need to come to set. So they ended yeah. up coming to set and seeing it. And oh, stuff. I bet you they love that. They did. And, and that for me was also so, why it was so exciting to get this job. It was like, oh, a job that like my family are going to like. Yeah, like we're, yeah, they're yeah. into it. So yeah. I hadn't actually seen it, but I'd see, I mean, I wasn't into Doctor Who and made that very obvious at yeah. every point, just in case. Yeah. Um, it offended someone. You'd of course, never, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a massive, massive show and it's yeah. a big world. But it, I had seen it on and stuff and I was able to do um, research because I, so you could see it in the script what it was. It wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. straight, like, straight dialogue. Yeah. So I could do my research. But then my character never really had that much like sci-fi dialogue right. up until the last series when she knew how to fly the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before then, she was a girl from Sheffield, so Brilliant. I was like, there's only so much a girl from Sheffield's going to know anyway. Yeah. yeah. And actually, as Mendip, I had no idea what Jodie were talking about half the time. I'm like, what which is, are you which saying? Which is perfect. I, that's what I mean. Like, my character didn't need to know her, Mendip didn't, didn't get what she, you was, she was saying. She was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Babe, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, I have no idea. You just said <laughs> loads of big words. I got like a D in science. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what was it like working with the sort of um, anim is it, I suppose it is it animatronics and 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 or is it a lot of green screen stuff? Lots and lots of green screen. Right. A few animatronics, but like lots of green screen. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, it's so long from filming it to when it comes out, you don't really know where to pitch it. So you're kind yeah. of like relying on directors like Jamie to say like. Yeah. That's perfect how you've pitched it. It's too big in my head. It, the, it's going to be this, this right, small. Right, right. You also in the first like couple of episodes, you're looking around and going, "Whoa, I've done that way too big." Right. Like, oh, I'm looking and thinking like Brad's proper massive over there. I've obviously underpitched it and kind of. Yeah. It's sort of like a little guessing game between you all. Mm. And I just think so. I my thing is just be truthful. Yeah. And then it doesn't. It shouldn't. It should work out at the end. I always just yeah. try to be at everything, any genre I do. I'm just like. Find the truth in it, and I yeah. think it, it should work out. It's so important that I think, you know, it's so important because, yeah, then, then, you, then you do feel comfortable because there's nothing worse than seeing an actor behind the eyes panicking. Yeah, and, and also, like, maybe, like, if you're, not, if you're not finding the truth in it then and they're reacting to this massive animal, you can all, I think yeah. you can also see, one, it's not there, yeah. two, like, 
they, d- they didn't really know how to pitch it. But I'm like, mm. my character could be petrified of something so tiny. Yeah. But if you decide to put something so big in there, she could be all, I've done it with so much truth, it could work. And it does, yeah. but also it's, they come over and do say, listen, we think it's going to be like this. And you, they oh, never they show know. You a p- a the, sometimes we had like pictures on yeah. like iPads going, we think it's going to look like this. And, you know, we've got like camera people with like, lights, pens, yeah. going, right, it's over here, Mandy, why are you looking over there? There's yeah, tennis balls yeah, yeah. and stuff tennis like that. Balls. But there's also Judd's is amazing at going, babe, you were literally looking in the opposite direction of everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite standout moment on the show? Um, my favourite, it was all so amazing, like it was yeah. such belly laughs, like... We also flew the world together, went to go film in South Africa. We've been to San yeah, Diego together. That was with Jamie, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were so lucky, but I just think Brad was, it was, working with Bradley Walsh was the yeah. most amazing experience. He's so naughty. Yeah. But also I, I find it, I think he's an absolutely brilliant actor. He is, yeah, yeah. He, The truth, I used to sit there and think, oh my God, you're so, it's like you're making your lines up. You're so truthful and there's so mm. much discovery. Mm, mm. I'm thinking... How, like I'd look at his lines thinking I'd never been able to deliver it like that yeah like he's taken out grammar and he's made it flow and or he's added grammar or I just honestly it was just a joy to work with but he was such a like a barrel of laughs yeah, like you have really really long days of green screen with things not being there and Jodie doing these massive speeches yeah and me not understanding what she's doing yeah and it was just so, so nice to have such light relief or someone just like I had a leather jacket with a belt on the back, and mm. as I'd go on, start walking into the scene, he'd just rag on this belt. <laughs> but then you can't stop, so you've just yeah. got to like go along with it, and yeah, you're trying yeah, to hold yeah. it, and just all that kind of stuff. That's and we were all supposed to be a big family, and I think yeah. I think a lot when we're great actors, but not that great. And I think it does come across that we we get on so well. It's so important. Yeah, because you definitely see that. Like you definitely sure. do see that. And and you, you know. we're all aware. Like as as yeah. great as Cardiff is, and there's all this crew that are absolutely amazing. They go home to their family of an evening. Of course, yeah. And so then you four people going, I'm not from here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have one standout moment because the whole three series was absolutely amazing. Like there's so many things that happen and stories and just funny moments. Like this weekend. I was at a convention, so we continue mm. the journey. We always get to meet people. Yeah. And I was in a hotel and just remembered that years ago, we were in a hotel filming and Brad took the artwork off the wall and propped it up in front of rooms, the doors oh of God. the hotel. But Jodie was like, me and Jodie are not rule breakers. Right, right, right. So we'd, we were like, we thought it was funny for a second and was like, oh my God, that's not funny. And she went back and picked up all the artwork and put it oh back on the wall. <laughs> So you you st- you're like you must be still travelling around yeah. doing these conventions and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's massive, right? It's really big. Yeah, massive. it is. You do. I've been to Washington this weekend. Yeah. But even like I've done a convention in Nottingham. Like it's just amazing to the artwork and how much it means to people, particularly mm. the storyline that I had with Jodie Jodie's like my character and the Doctor. Yeah. It sort of like was a will they won't they and that yeah, was yeah 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 through the, uh, really like ramped up towards the last series and it really, it's so important to people and people like, I was able to broach the subject with my parents or I made my parents watch it. That's and amazing. if it weren't for you, I, w- I would never have had been able to say that to someone. And yeah. I, one of my lines was, you know, I haven't even admitted it to myself. And a lot of people mm. use that, go, I didn't even admit it to myself. We've got, yeah. people have got tattoos of us and of quotes wow. that we've said. And, you know, it's all good and well 
putting the show out and me having the most amazing time and me saying to people, I'm an actor and I'm a working actor. Mm, mm. But then it, you realise actually it means so much more to people watching it and it yeah. just, it continues. And the the audiences are just brilliant and you, you just never know who's watching Dot Who. It can be no. someone who's 80 who started watching it or someone who's eight yeah. and their dads have gotten into it. And they're all over the world. Yeah. Like... We go, we go all over the world to do conventions and meet people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show is amazing because we're just a tiny little droplet of this ocean that carried. It was huge before we got there, and it'll yeah. just hopefully carry on for years and years to come. It's crazy, isn't it? How long it's been going for? Because you'll mad. get, you'll meet older people who go, "I, I started this when I was yeah. like young." You go, "Oh my God, you've been watching a show for that long!" That's and, crazy. But you're so open to the change of this show, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason it works is because the audience are so open to yeah. the whole cast essentially changing every couple of, of years. Of course, yeah. I don't really know which shows do that, where everyone just changes all the time. No, and it's just, and that's it's it's written in it. It's that's yeah. that's what's meant to happen. And they and they're so up for it, and yeah. you are genuinely part of this. It sounds proper cringe, but like, you know, when people go, I'm just sort of this family, but you are because yeah, yeah. I'm spending weekends with you. Like, mm. I'm filming with certain people for years and I'm spending weekends with you. There's all these spin offs that come off it. You, you know, you're doing yeah. audiobooks and yeah. there's all these things that come from this show. I met um, a companion from the 80s and she came up to me and she was like, I was you. And I was like, wow. I'm going to say that to someone in like yeah, 20 years' yeah, time. Yeah, We're like yeah, little Russian yeah. dolls that fit inside each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's just, it's absolutely brilliant. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I, I actually had a meeting for it. Um, I think it was just after, just during the COVID time to, to potentially direct a block of it. Nice. And I had to do all the research and stuff like yeah. that. And um, I'd watched, I said to Jamie, what's it like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh yeah, you get to go away. And he just, I think he'd just done the South Africa trip. And I, oh no, I'd watched those episodes, that was it. And I watched them and I was like, oh my God, it'd be amazing. We'd travel around yeah. and do this. And then they were like, yeah, these, these episodes are all going to be in the studio. <laughs> we need to make them more like me. I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. No, anyway, no. I didn't get it. I didn't get the job anyway. But I, and to be honest, I, I, I kind of like, I was, for, for you as an actor, be, being in, a, in that job, I suppose, you know, you were totally open about not knowing about the show and stuff like that. And you did a bit of research. But I think as directors, someone like Jamie, who does know that word, like what you said before about the switch and all that kind of stuff, I would have been winging it big time. Yeah. Because I've I seen think, the show and I, li I like it, but it's yeah. just... But I think you know. there's also directors that also don't, don't know the show. Oh, okay. But because the crew have been there for so long and yeah. the camera guy, Mark, who I happened to work with on Hollyoaks all them years ago. Right. So on my first day, I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Like, it's night shoot. Like, I've got to press these buttons and say these lines. And I was practising it and he knew I was coming on. And he, he goes, man, Dave. And I looked up and I was like, oh my God, it's Mark from Brilliant. Hollyoaks. Face friendly, face yeah, straight just, away. Yeah, I was like... Oh God, he's, and he's the person that I used to ask, like, how big is these oh, shots and that? Because wow. he's such a people person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, oh my God, I'm absolutely fine. Like, if I miss anything, do something stupid. I've got mine. He's, yeah? Yeah. We'll blame him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are people that, you know, directors that didn't, are not from that world. Mm. But because this, the crew have been there for so long, yeah. everyone can just ask everyone. Honestly, it's like, yeah, yeah. you go around asking people, like, sometimes I've got costume bits on and I'm thinking... I think I'm supposed to know that this is a throwback to someone. So right. you just go to costume and go, why, am I, why, why have I got that leather jacket on or something? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, back in the day, so-and-so used to have this on. So we thought it'd be nice to put this on. Everyone right. uh, everyone knows something, but no one knows everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Family. Yeah. Brilliant. Love it. So I just want to ask, like, what do you think some of the, the important industry lessons are for, like, 
for you? What like what what are you what have been your lessons along the way? And you know what would you? I know you said before like about the drama school. You wish you'd gone to drama yeah. school, but that's just for my, an accent thing. I don't. Yeah. Think it's not for training at time in life. Yeah. I think the two things that I've learned is one thing. I used to have this attitude all the time when I first started for the first like 11, 12 years. Mm. It's up until recently, to be fair, that you, you must stay positive. You must stay like always on it, active. Like I used to read all and watch everything and know everything and blah, mm. blah, blah. I still do, to be fair. But like I were really hard on myself mm. and I ha- must have this positive attitude and I must like manifest and... You know, if I don't get it, it's okay because I've got another audition tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. And then I've got to a point now where I'm a bit older, know myself and go, it's okay to feel shit if you get a call for something that you want and you don't get it. It's okay to be fuming for like 10 minutes because we we are human, but we're also supposed to be portraying human people that feel things. And if I'm cutting out half of that going, man, it's not allowed to be pissed off that she's got so much. Not like me fuming that she's watched Mm. something and she didn't get seen for it and blah, Mm. blah, blah. She's allowed to feel all those stuff, and I also yeah. think it, it it then resonates in the characters that I create. Of that course, I, yeah. How can I expect to create characters that are so full if I'm cutting off a version of myself that's like... I didn't want people to see that sometimes I'm pissed off that it hasn't worked out. Yeah. Or like, oh, God, she's a bit she's a bit of a Debbie Downer because she didn't get that show. Mm. It's like, it's only going to last an hour anyway. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm also allowed to feel that. I just spent X amount of time researching, yeah. doing the audition and blah, 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 getting someone to come and read in for me. And that's something that I've only learned in the last four or five months. Oh, um, really? It's okay wow. to be fucking fuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, it's not normal. No. What, what, we, what you do as an actor, what we... And, you know, I'm, I, I still haven't, like, said I'm quitting acting. Yeah. But, so I still call myself an actor. But, you know, like, if you go for... You, a normal job, you don't go for job interviews, like, three times a day, if you're lucky, or, yeah. you know, te- five a week or whatever. And someone say no. And someone say no all that time. Yeah. So it's it's okay, it, you know what I mean? I think it'd you're be human. weirder if you were all right, just, like... Yeah. Part of me, I started to say to myself, I think it might be weird that you're all, you were all, you think you're all right with someone saying no to you, like, four times a week. No. Like, these, you're obviously closing something off, or did, did you care enough then? Yeah. Did you care? So now I'm like... Just be fuming for a bit. Yeah, 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 Sometimes, yeah. do you know what? Sometimes it lasts a day, but it's not like I'm fuming, washing up, and I'm fuming talking to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just underlying. I'm like, I'm so pissed off because I, I was fantastic in that. Yeah. Tape. And and also, if you go into the auditions and if you put all at work in, like it sounds like you do, and actors should always do that. Yeah. Put everything into it because if you've done that and you come out and you don't get it, at least you know. You've done everything you can. In 12 years of whether it be in the room or tapes, I've never, ever, ever come out and gone, I'm so annoyed with myself that I didn't do the work because the only one thing I can really do is I can act to... Everyone, loads of people can act. Mm. But if I can go in there and say I've done all this work, I did everything I wanted to, I knew my lines, I'd done the prep. Yeah. Like, I'd also drop, like, use my instincts, I'll drop them and blah, blah, blah. Then when you leave the room, I always used to come out like proper chuff with myself anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, you know yeah. when you message your mates or a lot of my mates are Asian actors so mm. we go for the same thing so they'll mm. be outside in a coffee shop waiting for me. Mm. And when I get there and they're like, how was it? I was like, oh, fucking fantastic. Yeah. But at least I can say that. I'm not yeah. saying I were amazing at acting but I did everything. I got, got my toolbox open and I yeah. used all my tools yeah. and I never went away going, I'm so pissed off. Like why didn't I just spend a bit more time on that? Yeah. Um, also, it re- is really easy for me to say that because I don't have another job. So yeah. a lot of my time was spent doing trying to get a job. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go and do another job to pay my bills. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like I never, I've never pissed off myself for mm. the lack of work that I've done because that's really the 
biggest part of our job is to do all the prep and then sort of let her go in the room anyway. Exactly, yeah. But I can be pissed off with that it didn't go in my favour. Mm. But that's also never personal. I'm, I never sit there and think, it's probably because of my eyebrows or I was shit yeah. acting or <laughs> the lead ain't going to fancy me or da-da-da. I, mm. I never think like that. I'm like, it's, this business is about who you've worked with, where you've worked, what other stuff you've done, what you can bring to the show, mm. status, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And some loads of people, I think there's amazing, like thousands of fantastic actors. Yeah. I, do you know what, as well, to make myself feel better, I go, nobody watched my tape. That's why. Right. They must just not have watched my tape. They yeah. just couldn't have got they couldn't have got round to it. Yeah. So that's why I didn't get it. And I'm all right with that because they're busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing as well is you can you can like you, I, again with these workshops I did at the weekend, I say to the actors, like, don't compare yourself to other people because you will you will be miserable. Also, you literally can't. No. There can't be two same people. No. That you I, I don't even know how to like articulate this because I don't compare myself to anyone. I'm mm -hmm. like, we're two absolutely different people, like yeah. different styles, different types of actors, different. Yeah. I don't think, I think if you sat there between your last two, I don't think it's because you go, she can act and she can't because mm -hmm. we wouldn't have even got to the last two. Yeah, exactly. I guess you're thinking as, as a director, I'm assuming you're going, well, she fits better here. Yeah. Or this, we've got this person, so we can't really have that person. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. very aware that me and Jodie are not going to act opposite each other for a very long time. Mm. And that's not because we either of us can't act. It's because we've just been in a show where yeah. we're acting opposite each other for X amount of years. People will see. Yeah. They will, yeah, exactly. No, you're right. What advice would you give for aspiring actors coming into this industry? Um, um, it's super, super difficult, but that's not to say don't do it. Yeah. Like, the, I don't really have advice other than if you want to do it, do it. Because it does, it does pay off. Mm -hmm. Like, even just the world that it is, is just amazing. The things that you get, even if you're not on a job, like the networking opportunities, the other yeah. stuff that comes from acting, I do a lot of voiceover work now and mm -hmm. that's come via my acting. Mm. Doing podcasts and stuff like that. I'm not working at the minute, but I still get to do this kind of stuff. Mm. I think the, the, the only advice, and I've said this since I left university, because when I left university, for some reason I became that person that kind of a lot of actors in my year came to right. uh, for advice. But it also I did have like a really upbeat spirit of like, there's loads of reasons why it might not happen, but mm. you have to sort of be persistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I think I'd still say that now is just carry on doing it where you can on whatever sort of platform mm. and to whatever degree you can do it. Mm. Because you don't know who you meet on those jobs and yeah, what absolutely. they go on to do. And like, I've done short films before. Like, I even in really, really in enjoy doing my audition tapes because they're 10 minutes where I get to act the other 23 hours. Yeah. I'm working on it, but I'm not acting. And yeah. there's loads of versions of Mandip. Mandip can like sit at home and just watch TV and do mm. a sweet effort. Mm. She loves pampering herself. Yeah. She loves the face mask. Yeah. There's loads of those, but for those, well, it takes me longer than 10 minutes doing my tapes, I'll be honest. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for that time, that's me being an actor. So I, I think mm. my only advice starting and 12 years in would just to be persistent at, mm. at whatever that means to each person. If you can only, if it means joining plays in yeah. your local area or working on short films or writing or just reading or watching, just persistently do this thing that you love. Yeah. Because uh, it opens you up to so many more avenues. Mm. And also you've got to, you know, if you're an athlete, you're, you're constantly training. Yeah. Just keep sharpening those tools. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? And like classes are expensive, yeah. So do classes, but also which, however which way you can sharpen your tools. Yeah. I use like accent apps mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, just to practice 
my accent. And every now and then, sometimes I think, let me just see if my Americans still that, like okay because you never know what audition you're going to get tomorrow. Yeah. You then don't want to have to go to an accent cl- teacher, and then have to come home and do your class. So sometimes, so every now and then, I'm like, especially now, you can just put your earpods in, AirPods, yeah. and everyone thinks you're just on phone talking. And that the other day, I was walking over a bridge in an American accent talking to myself, and I thought everyone just thinks I'm. On American. a phone. Yeah, but yeah. they think I'm on the phone, so yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's gone of me being weird. That's brilliant, They just think actually, I'm yeah. a shit American. <laughs> <laughs> Not because Americans are shit, me and my accent. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's, um, what have you, are you saying you're not working at the minute, but have you got anything coming up? Any, um, I just filmed a rom-com that's, I don't really know when it's due out, I don't really yeah. know what platform it's on. It's, mm. a, it's based on a book called This Time Next Year. It was just a gorgeous film. I'd seen that Sophie Cookson was attached. Mm. And I was like, that would be nice. Go to Rome, work with Sophie, because I thought yeah. she was a brilliant actress. Sometimes you, you choose jobs for the soul and sometimes for the savings, sometimes because that's the only job opportunity. <laughs> that course. is, let's all be realistic. Like, yeah. we're in the middle of a, an American writer's strike. It is affecting yeah. us. I've also been incredibly choosy after Doctor Who yeah. with the things that I audition for. Yeah. Because to me, it's got to be on par with what I've been doing for X amount of years. You don't want to step back. Yeah, yeah. Course, and, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I also want to do something... in. Uh, something a little bit different. I mm. want to stretch myself. Mm. And I'm very fortunate to be able to say no. It might not last forever. But I'm just in a position where I read it and go, I don't think that's my next stop. Yeah. And in doing that has made me very un- unemployed. Yeah. But I'm actually all right with it. Yeah, I mean, that that's... Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's, it's, yeah. it, it might not always be fine. Yeah. And I'll, then I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But I've mm. just... Uh, maybe like three weeks ago, we wrapped on a rom-com which i don't know where it's going to sit i don't even yeah. know if i'm supposed to talk about it but no one told me not to yeah. so i took that as you tell everyone you're in that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you haven't told me the name or anything so it's fine it's a rom-com you're in italy that's it yeah. simple as that and then finally the the podcast called the going road club i like to ask everyone what is a film that they absolutely love and can't get enough of that maybe they shouldn't really tell people about oh like well i didn't think of that go on what did you think of well no it was more of a tv series because go on, you know go on, why? Film a TV, it's fine. also not like i'm not somebody who watches films repeatedly right and my attention span is this big which yeah. is tiny um and I, I don't repeatedly watch stuff there's so much content yeah i look i think things are amazing i watch documentaries love them oh well well my thing is go documentaries on. go on is that and i watched like 24 hours in police custody oh my god I love it. So it's literally my favorite. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. I love I love documentaries. Everyone's like, "What are you watching? Are you watching this series?" I was like, "I will, when the time's right." Yeah. You know, I've turned on Succession. I think they're amazing. Chernobyl. Everything's amazing. Yeah. It is. But it's what happens when I watch TV is, oh my god, that actor's fantastic. I'm on IMDb. Oh my god, I do that. I'm inside their CV. I do that. I'm like. Oh, then I've moved Watching to casting, of them. casting director. Yeah. Oh, God, I love her. Why didn't she bring me in for that? And before you oh know God, it, the, the episode's gone. I do the same thing. So I can, I find I really struggle to watch TV. And then you're watching something. God, you were fantastic in that. I better text her now. It's your mate. You were absolutely brilliant. How are you then? So I work kids. I'm not yeah. even watching the show. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's best that I just don't watch that much television yeah. um, series. I, like, I'll watch things that everyone's talking about. We've got, I know what's on and I'm watching yeah. bits and also like series are really really long I don't really yeah. need to know, see six series of something I've watched a series and gone that's amazing mm. those characters were brilliant I lived in that world I thought it was filmed beautifully 
and now we'll move on. Yeah. But where I can't be judges in documentaries because they're real life. Real Someone got life. killed. I can't decide whether that's boring or not. Exactly. So exactly. 24 hours in police custody. I'm obsessed with that show. all like documentaries about like yeah. animals, but like especially police programs like yeah. Murder in My Village. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all over it. Me and my wife, um, we just literally subscribe. I won't say which one, which, which platform, but there's another platform, another streaming streaming platform which is just documentaries and the whole section is they've just got a crime section and there's hundreds of well them. i saw a meme this morning that said if you're into crime documentaries I've seen it. I've seen we it. might need we might need therapy well, i think we might <laughs> yeah because apparently like well we just we why do we find trauma relaxing I know, I know. but i thought okay that's a bit extreme to be honest because I'm not saying I find it relaxing that I go to bed going, oh my God, someone got murdered in Luton. I'm not saying that. I'm just going, I can watch this and not judge it. Yeah. I've not picked up my phone because I've got no one's IMBD to stalk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, honestly, I can't watch a show without going, oh my God, she's married to so-and-so and and -and so-and-so's here. They did that show together. That's why I didn't get that job because they've connected on this programme. I think we're the same person. Honestly, that that's exactly what I do. But 24 hours in police. And I actually don't even think that's that rogue. No, like, it's not. It's not. Well, not to me. It's not. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that embarrassing to talk about. When we did the malpractice, we, there was 24 hours in A&E. Yeah, it's too, gr- well. too gruesome That me. is gruesome. Because but I watched every series of that for research. Yeah. For research. You know. For research. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, d- I definitely 100 million percent have seen episodes of it, but yeah. I can't watch something gruesome if I'm eating like blood. And also yeah. like sometimes people die like. I know. It's so sad. In such horrific ways know, that I'm like, oh no, like it's yeah. dedicated at the end to them or like older people who I fall. Know. like just. I've got like intrusive thinking as well. So when I see an older person fall, I'm like, oh my God, like my head's gone off and I've yeah. killed them before they've died. <laughs> so. Honestly, I do the same thing. I love stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But well, 24,000. Documentaries are my yeah. thing. Like BBC, oh, we shouldn't really mention channels, but there's a streaming I mean, that has the most amazing documentary. Yeah. Documentaries and I've seen them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Endless. Animal ones. John Bishop yeah. went to go meet a gorilla. And I, I'm, I've said I'm not a crier, and I've clearly cried twice. But I started crying. I've never cried at TV. I don't cry at films, don't cry at TV, right. don't cry at X Factor, though it nearly gets me. Don't cry at documentaries because I'm like, with TV and film, I know mm. it's a performance, and I think yeah. that is so, what a fantastic actor. But yeah. it doesn't, I don't cry because I'm thinking, I wonder if anyone made a noise while she was crying and she got pissed off. <laughs> that kind of shit. And we've like... <laughs> X Factor and stuff, I just hold my tears back. But I watched yeah. a documentary with John Bishop and I started crying. Yeah. It was like I'd met the gorilla. Because yeah, yeah, I because yeah. I'd spoken to John, I must have met it. Yeah. <laughs> started crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I could sit and talk for hours, but especially about twenty four hours, hours. Yeah. But um yeah, thank you so much for coming on and you know, I know you came back from America yesterday, so you and you're not jet lagged because because we of work. your process yeah. and how you how you do it all, but um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for it's having me. It's been a pleasure. Me. Thank you so much. Nice one.